I would like to share with you my journey into Tibet and some of the wisdom I gained from this experience. Tibetan culture is very spiritual. Tibetans believe that there are three evils in society, anger, greed, and ignorance. Throughout their lifetime it is a person's responsibility to overcome these three evils. Tibetans pray to become kind and compassionate, honest, and generous. To spend a lifetime gathering wisdom from education, to know right from wrong, and to learn from the teaching of your elders. It's a main focus of their culture. Individuals in Tibetan society have a collective goal to grow beyond these human weaknesses. It is just a beautiful way to live. They use meditation with various mantras to help reach a special spiritual place they call nirvana. To become enlightened, which can be defined as a state of perfect happiness, an ideal or idyllic place, with neither suffering, desire, nor sense of self. Tibetan society and its people have a defined path to nirvana. Along the way, they teach and reach beyond themselves and selflessly give back. Now contrast this to life in the United States. There is an abundance of anger, greed and ignorance in our current American culture. It seems we as a collective entity have forgotten to address the existence of these negative and hurtful attitudes. How and when we got off track is difficult to say maybe we just started this way. Unfortunately, it has become part of the fabric of this country. Just read some of the hateful comments on the internet. So much negativity. I wish we had a clear path to rise above the three evils, to become better people in a society without anger, greed, and ignorance. Wouldn't it be nice if we could call out people when they embodied the three evils? Wouldn't it be nice if anger, greed, and ignorance became shameful? Wouldn't it be nice to hear people say I am working on raising my level of enlightenment? How much more advanced would our society be if we spent our collective energy, intelligence and spirit on positive creativity rather than trying to keep the negative energy of the three evils at bay? For example the amount of time we need to spend to fight against hackers, corruption, arguing amongst each other, etc. it is not productive. It is such a waste of the short amount of time we all have on this planet. We could be so much more advanced if we spent our time creating and working on new, inspirational and positive ideas. Our society is stuck at the level of the three evils. The anger gets us into aggressive behaviors, high murder rates and generations after generations of wars. The grief can make some people extremely rich and self-centered, instead of using their platform to help others rise up for a more balanced society. How many billions is enough? Yet there will never be enough to fill the inner emptiness. Our ignorance is reflected in our failing educational system. A future of ignorant people is a formula for a society to fail. These three evils aren't in our conscious minds. How we behave and what we accept as decent and graceful behavior has been lost. Sometimes our own truth is too difficult to face or we don't know how to find it. So we hide it behind protective layers of facades, live in denial, blame others for our problems. But if we ignore our own inner truth, it will bubble up as anger, greed, anxiety, and depression that has no end. We use addictive behaviors to cope. That's what happens when we are ignorant of our true selves. Our society does not provide a pathway, such as in Tibet. Americans have to purposely seek this out. Then an inspiring turn of events. As I was contemplating these ideas, I coincidentally, although maybe there are no coincidences, I watched a documentary called The Work https colon slash slash www.youtube.com slash watch v equals qm6 fixin tkw on the airplane back to usa the work is filmed in Folsom prison a level 4 prison in california 
They follow the transformation of lifers defined as those who are serving life in prison without the possibility of parole, people who have committed horrific crimes. In this film, we follow selected lifers as they go through four days of intensive group therapy where the wall that they have erected to hide their true selves is torn down. The truth can be unbearable and so difficult to face that one subconsciously lives a life of crime rather than face the real issue. That protective wall that separated themselves from their true selves allows them to disconnect. This disconnection in part enables them to perpetrate those heinous crimes. During the therapy sessions many of the prisoners broke down into tears, to reach that emotional state of who they really are and to face the truth about themselves. When the tears start, the work can begin, breaking down all those tough guy hardcore barriers and finding the path to discover their truth. The truth can be very painful. Those deep feelings of not being good enough, feelings of inadequacy, shame, fears of being, self, judged and not being accepted and loved as a child can consumes one's spirit. Acknowledging them is the beginning to healing. Many of the individuals open up about their unbearable childhood. The damage of adverse childhood events, including chronic racism, exposure to violence, abandonment, etc., no matter how subtle, can cause a lifetime of illness and dysfunction. HTTPS colon slash slash www.cdc.gov slash violence prevention slash achi study slash about underscore ace.html. Our painful truth. I highly recommend that you watch this documentary. The Folsom program has had impressive results. For those lifers who qualified for and completed the program, some were subsequently released back in society. So far none have returned. We all live at various levels behind our protective walls, the highest wall being the most exterior of walls, the wall that is furthest from your true self. The higher the wall, the higher the level of disconnect and dysfunction. There are five levels of walls that need to break down before we get to the level of nirvana. Starting with the most exterior wall to the inner wall. Level 1, this level would be the people with severe disturbances and thought patterns. Level 2, level where the people have little insight to their behavior examples sociopaths, borderline personalities, narcissists. Level 3, the robot level, people who function without emotions and lack empathy and compassion. Level 4, the majority of us with our anxieties, worries, depression and neuroticism. With various stages of severity. Level 5, Nirvana recognizing and living as your true self, the inner core. It takes constant work to get to break down the barrier and stay at level 5, the ultimate level, but the more you practice, the more it stays with you. It takes work, with or without trained professional guidance. You have to keep digging and when you dig deep enough you will get there. Sometimes on the other side of the protective wall is a deep dark space. That dark reality about yourself may not be easily confronted. Rather than do the work, it is easier to stay the course at the familiar superficial layer. Not to step out of the comfort zone. But the shorter, seemingly easy path will end up the most difficult path of a life of anxiety, depression, chronic illness, pain and addiction. The, self, hate and racism, stems from this space. Discovering your truth, helps you to understand why you behave the way you do and your emotional reactions towards life events. To face your shame and your emotional pain. Take the path that moves away from the three evils. Your behavior and actions mirror the feelings you have for yourself. If you hate someone, look at what you hate about yourself. Getting back into your inner layer is where the healing starts. Start with building yourself up with self-love and self-compassion. Then this can become your new mirror.
A new reflection that is available to you and that you can have if you do the work. Shift your path towards acceptance, kindness, compassion, generosity, wisdom and being enough. How do we do the work within ourselves? There is a path. Rather, there are so many paths and options to reach to your inner spiritual true self. A combination of them is ideal, but there is no magic. You have to do the work. Examples of healing modalities are, mindfulness, meditation, healing touch, aromatherapy, Reiki, Tai Chi, Qi Gong, breathing exercises, aromatherapy, yoga, books, hypnotism, classical five elements acupuncture, music therapy, art therapy, talk therapy, connecting with nature, community connections, friends and family. Of course proper nutrition is assumed, covered in my other blog posts. Life is a truly a journey defining your path and then bravely taking it. Let your adventure begin. Epilogue To see and feel the auspicious mystical energy of Mount Everest, the tallest mountain in the world soaring up with a peak of 29,035 feet is a truly transformative experience. We saw Mount Everest from the Tibetan base camp which is at an altitude of 16,900 feet. We lucked out, as the clouds cleared for the two days that we were there in July. We were able to see Chomalongma, the Chinese name for Mount Everest, which sounds much like its Tibetan name Chomalongma, in all its glory. The altitude of the base camp is above tree line so zero greenery. Just rocks and snow. In this barren landscape, there is a sense of solitude. As we stood in awe of Chomalongma's grace and beauty while immersed in Tibetan culture, one can't help but become inspired and to contemplate the meaning of one's own existence and ask who am I really? What does it matter? The hypoxia at this altitude may have contributed to these questions, winking face. On a practical note about traveling in Tibet. The Chinese side of Mount Everest, one can easily drive up to Everest Base Camp, like a true Californian smile. Whereas in the Nepalese side, one needs to hike in several days before getting to the base camp. The cuisine at high altitudes is was not great because food can't be heated to high temperatures. The non-flushing stand-slash-squat toilet are to say the least yucky. I coped with the thought that most of the world lives like this. Still I really appreciate home and my flushing toilet. My Tibetan references include the information that was gathered from our Tibetan tour guide, Gyaltsen from Wonders of Tibet. HTTPS colon slash slash www.tripadvisor.com slash attraction underscore review G294223D557334 reviews wonders underscore of underscore Tibet lhasa underscore Tibet.html